0: Welcome to More on Christ. I am Pastor Glenn Moore, and we are all about encouragement in Christ, where it is all about Jesus. He was born of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem of Judea. He was the long-awaited Messiah whose coming was prophesied. The same Jesus lives today in our hearts. He deserves our highest loyalty and total commitment. In Jesus Christ, our hope is fulfilled. Our love is consummated. Our joy is complete and our peace is sealed. Rejoice. A savior is born to us today. A savior is born indeed. Joy to the world. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you this day. For Jesus Christ, the greatest gift the world has ever known. And we pray that in the coming year, that more people than ever before will come to know the gift of your wonderful son, Jesus, our Savior and our Lord. Pure life, the perfect life of Jesus that brings light into our life. We thank you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. And we come to celebrate Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus is the light. The bottom line is this, the people live in darkness and they're blinded. They don't even realize that we live in darkness. There is two kingdoms, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And we yet don't realize how dark it is. So the main point is Jesus is the light of God's kingdom. And why does it matter? Because everyone has to make a choice. Everyone, they're going to make a choice either by default or they're willing to make a choice for Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. The devil wants you to believe this decision is not necessary, not important. Don't worry about it. It's not urgent you're going to live forever. You're not going to die today. There'll always be tomorrow. There's never going to, there's no promise of tomorrow. There's only promise of right now. So there is an urgency. Today is the day of salvation today. The Bible says that if you were to die in the next 24 hours, you spend eternity in heaven or hell, which would it be? And God bless you. Amen. Now, I have a great story. There was a man driving through the countryside one day and he noticed something strange. He noticed a large number of mules out in the fields. And he stopped and talked to me and said, well, what, what, what are all those mules doing out there? He said, well, that's very easy. He said, the mules work in the coal mine. But they have to be brought up into the fields. And he said, They bring up the mules so that they will preserve their eyesight because so long in darkness, they lose their sight. They cannot see. They must be brought up into the light to be able to see. Unless they are regularly exposed to the sunlight, they will eventually, eventually go blind. And that is where the world is at. If not exposed to the light of Jesus, the people of this world begin to go blind and the older they get, unless there's some wonderful miracle of Jesus, somebody praying for them, somebody witnessing to them, they will go blind into eternal darkness and not even know it. Oh, they'll be walking around dead, but they're not really alive. They're dead in their trespasses of sin. So unless we are all exposed on a regular basis to the gospel of Jesus, Jesus, We too, as Christians, our eyesight, our spiritual eyesight, we get used to the darkness and we begin to see things differently. Jesus is the light. He is the way. He's the truth. He's the light of the world. Jesus has all the things that we need. Now, Jesus said this very important. What Jesus said, we, if he says that we need to really focus on what he said. And this got me one day, I was reading this. I went, Oh, it just jumped out at me. It was like uh, 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 the word of God became a rainbow word. It became alive to me. It's all alive, but it speaks differently at different times. Luke eleven thirty five. Jesus said this, Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. And what he was saying was some important things to everybody that was that everybody that heard him say that that day. they had to think about that. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. So everybody walking around, i am okay. I'm okay. Everything's going to be all right. well, i've got I've got plenty of time, and and I don't believe in it anyway. so So the enemy will fuel their heart with darkness, and they'll give excuses as to why. They won't come to God's house and why they won't get saved. Now, today, if you are living in Jesus is not the center of my life, but I I like Jesus, but he's just not right on number one hit parade. And and he's not, uh, you, you don't focus on him in your conversation. In fact, you never talk about Jesus hardly. You never really think about him. That means you're in darkness. That means you are living in darkness and you don't even realize it. And uh, and and of course, everybody in the world says, well, of course, I love Jesus. Nobody's going to say, well, I don't like him at all. Of course, I love Jesus. But Jesus is just not number one at the top. He's number 10. And Jesus said, I must be number one. Seek first the kingdom of God. He put it out right there. Seek first in your life the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So intimacy is a great key in our walk with the Lord. That light shines brightly into our life when we're intimate with him. Theodore Epp, who was the first person to do uh, the Bible broadcast back in the, in the 30s, he said this, light reveals righteousness and it also reveals sin. So light is the one that reveals righteousness and it reveals sin. Watchman Nee said this, the great Billy Graham of China. He said this, the devil abhors light and truth because these remove the ground of his working. So the devil's always trying to just swamp people in darkness and make them think you're okay. you got plenty of light. You know, Jesus loves you and, and he, he fills them with, with, with lies constantly. Well, you know, God is love and God understands what you're all about. And he understands, listen, God and his great love would cast nobody into hell. That is not what this book says. This book has a lot to say, about our eternal life, where we're going to spend it. And no one's going to make it to heaven without going through Jesus as the Savior and Lord of their life. Jesus is the Christmas light. You know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Listen, I need all the light I could get. I need more than a little light. I need a whole lot of light in my life. And we're going to talk about how to get that just in a second. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. We're not going to read them all, but this is what it says. The shepherd and angels... That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep at nighttime in darkness, guarding their flocks. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And what did they say about this amazing light? The whole sky lit up and they were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. You know, that bright light is like when you're driving on a country road sometime and you're all alone out there and it's Dark and you can see ahead of you, but all of a sudden, when you come up to the top of a hill, another car comes up the other side and they hit you with the high beam, bright lights. It kind of blinds you for a moment. You're like blinded. And that's what happened to these shepherds. They were like, whoa! And they were terrified. But the angel reassured them and said, Don't be afraid. And sometimes we witness for Jesus and it hits someone and they get hit with the truth. That's why when Frank Jenner witnessed in Australia, he had a really quick, he was like the car coming up on one side of the hill, and they were up on, coming up on the other side. He said, excuse me, sir, the Bible says if you were to die in the next 24 hours, you spend eternity in heaven or hell. That's high beams. Boom. And it blinded them. And they thought about that. And the Holy Spirit said, that's a fact. And the Holy Spirit flooded their lives with that truth that you will spend eternity in heaven or hell. Everybody will spend eternity in one of two places. There is no middle ground. Everybody would run to the middle ground, but there is, there's no middle ground. There's only one of the two. So we choose, and people by default choose darkness. And they don't even know it. They don't even know how dark it is. It's dark. That's why they had to bring the mules up so that their eyes would adjust to the light and preserve their sight. The site had to be preserved. So to preserve our, and to stay in touch, we need to come to the house of the Lord. The angel reassured them, go and see this Christmas gift. So every time you read your Bible, you're reassured. Every time you pray, you get reassured. Every time you worship the Lord, if you sit at home and say, well, I got to turn on my, my, my Spotify so I can hear the old hymns, you know, uh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch, Like me. Yeah, I was a wretch because I didn't know Jesus. I once was blind, but now, now I see, I really see it the way God sees it. And people of the world don't see things the way God sees things. And that's why we want to see in the light. We want to see it the way God sees it. I want to do it the way God wants me to do it. I don't want to do it the way I want to do it. I want to do it the way God shows me to do it. That's why I seek first God's kingdom and his right ways. Every time you worship the Lord, whatever you're doing in your house or driving, and you just begin to worship God and sing one of the great stories and talk about and just sing, make up a song as you go. The light of heaven floods your soul. Every time you hear a testimony of a precious saint and they talk about how they used to be a wretch and they, they didn't know that they were a wretch, but they felt like a wretch, but then they felt some prayers happening, and the floodlights of God came down upon their soul. They gave their life to Jesus. That, oh, that just warms all of us. It makes us all realize, I need what that person, I need what she has. I need what he has. I need more of Jesus. So the shepherds talked about this event for the rest of their life. Well, I remember last year, last year when that light flood out, that was powerful. I wonder what's happening to that little baby. Five years goes by. Oh, that was the most amazing night. I, I've never forgot that night. I've thought often about that night. I wonder where that baby is. And then 20 years goes by, and they're still guarding their sheep. You know, wonder, wonder, well, he's about 20 years old now. I wonder. So 30 years went by, and all of a sudden, a little word broke out. Why The water was turned to wine. There was some water turned to wine, and it w- the wedding festival went on for a long time. Really? yet yeah, I, I heard that there's some sick people getting healed. The lame are starting to walk. The blind eyes are open and seeing. There's, there's, that's the baby. That's the one we went to see. He's the one. The light is happening. The salvation of God is in our midst. You see, Jesus is the light. He has all of your right decisions. Every decision you need to make, he's got the right one. And we face I got the wrong one. It feels good. I should do that. But what is the one with pure light? What is the one with perfect light? It's the one that Jesus says, do it this way. It may not feel right to us who live in a dark world. But once we do enough of those decisions and do it and find out it was right, then we get to really, our eyes get adjusted. We're kind of like the mules up there in the fields. Our eyes are being preserved by the light. And every time we do something the way Jesus says, our vision gets better. We see clearer about these things. Jesus is the alpha and omega. Jesus is the bright and morning star. He is the good shepherd. And we learn to trust Jesus more and more the longer that we follow him. You see, Jesus is the gift that changes life and keeps on giving, keeps on giving. We're free from all the rules of religion. And all we have to do is just stay close to Jesus, stay intimate with Jesus, and just fall in love with Jesus. How do I get that light of Jesus? Well... I get that light by living in the light, living in the light, not in the darkness. Yeah, but I don't, I don't live in darkness. Well, then one of the questions might be how many answered prayers do you get? Do you get a lot of answered prayers or do you get few? So that's one of the things about living in the bright light of Jesus. You get all your prayers answered, just breathe them up sometimes. And then all of a sudden you get an answer within the next few, few moments or a few hours. Uh, recognize darkness. Do you recognize the darkness? Do you recognize when you go in the store? Or, uh, what would happen if 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 everybody in the store were to die today? They would spend eternity in heaven or hell. That's the fact. And if we don't walk into a store and understand that people here are, if they were to die today, they'd go to spend eternity in hell because they reject Jesus. Yeah, but they don't. On, uh, they don't on purpose reject Jesus. We don't know that. We don't know that some of those people have backslidden. We don't know that some of those people are lukewarm. And we've got to know that when we go in there, God wants us to talk to somebody about Jesus. And that's when the light shines in that store. The devil wants to keep it dark so that nobody talks about Jesus. And he'll make us even feel like, well, I, if I talk about Jesus, I mean, it's a, are you a Christian? We're afraid to be embarrassed. That's darkness flooding us and hitting us. We're up against darkness. Light and darkness are in collision. And we need to let the light of Jesus flow through us. Say, so, Well, yes, indeed, I am a servant of Jesus. And I got to tell you, I used to live in darkness. I got to tell you, I used to be a wretch. I got to tell you, I was a terrible person until Jesus got a hold of me. And now I just love Jesus. Now that's the light of Jesus being released. It's being released upon that individual or that person. We don't have to get into an argument with them about, well, you know, if you don't accept Jesus, we don't have to do that. We just have to tell them how good Jesus is treating us. And when they, wow, I've got peace like a river. I've got hope. I've got joy. I've got love. I love everybody now. You should have seen the people I used to be mad at. I had a list, you know. I had a list. Oh, I didn't like anybody. But now I love everybody. That's a testimony. That's light flooding darkness. And God wants to use all of us to do that. Uh, how often do we lift, listen to God's word and listen to preachers? It says, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God fellowship. We all need each other and we hear each other talking about the things of God and we go, wow, I I didn't think about that. Wow. That's wonderful. Wow. That's an amazing thought. And the Lord teaches us through each other in a Bible study, fellowship of the believers in the book of Acts chapter two, verses 42 through 46. And as the believers fell in love with each other and prayed for one another and shared meals with one another, God added to the church. They read their Bibles. They prayed. They fasted. They saw great things from God. And they served one another. And that's what we do in the churches: we give, we serve, we love, we care for one another. You see, Jesus is the light. And Jesus is going to live forevermore. And we are too. Those who accept Jesus will live forevermore with Jesus in glorified bodies. And light will radiate out of all of us. It says in heaven there's going to be no nighttime no shadows. We're going to live forever with Jesus. He is the alpha and omega. He is the door to life. He is the resurrection of life. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection. So the main to do application today, what do we got to do? Here's what we got to do. We got to find two close friends, find two close friends, two, because iron sharpens iron. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. I've always in my life always had two friends wherever God would place me in this world. Whether I was living in Germany, whether I whatever I was at living in Germany, Mississippi, wherever I always had friends that love the Lord Jesus, and I always had friends sharpening me. I had a close friend; he's got, passed on to glory now. And I said, you know, I think about Jesus all the time. This was when I was in the military in Germany. I think about Jesus just all the time. I'm watching a movie and Jesus, the Lord will say to me, hey, notice this about that. And he said, don't ever lose that. Don't ever lose that. And he said, I lost it for a while. Never lose that you think about Jesus all the time. He said, it took me a while to get that back, but I got it back. I never forgot that. That was iron sharpening Iron, that really served well in my life because I watched that. If I begin to get cold or lukewarm, I said, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not thinking about the Lord too much. He's no longer passionate in my heart. The fire, the light is going deep. I got to throw some logs on there. I throw the logs on by going to church, by reading the word, by hanging out with fellowship people who challenge me and encourage me and strengthen me and laugh with me and pray with me and worship with me. That's what we all need to get to the light of Jesus and his holy people. The saints of God will sharpen one another and we all get stronger. That's the main to do this week is to find two friends. Lord, I need two great close friends to help sharpen me. And Why does it matter? It matters because your eternal life depends upon it because the devil is out to take away all your friends and puts you alone somewhere where he can attack you constantly and make you feel little and take advantage of your insecurities and your lack of faith. And he comes and he comes after us and he blindsides us because he wants to draw us deeper into darkness. And God says, come into the light, live in the light, and we will be able to defeat the enemy of our soul by living in the light. Oh, the devil doesn't want us to live in the light because in the light is power. In the light signs, wonders, and miracles. In the light is beauty and love and hope and peace and joy forevermore. So we don't want to be like the mules. We've got to come up to where in the field and walk around in God's presence, in his light. We've got to do that to preserve our holy, godly sight or it goes dim. And then one day we don't longer talk about Jesus. You know, there's a great story about Benjamin Franklin. In the great city of love, Philadelphia, brotherly love, Benjamin Franklin was the first person to put out a light on the street. So he got this beautiful lamp and he cleaned it all up where the light, he put candles, the light in there, and it could shine out. Every day he'd go out and clean that lamp up. And that night, the light in front of his house would just be lit up and people would walk by and stop and adjust and look at things. and Because the light was coming down on them. And it was so great, people begin to think, well, you know, I I think I'll put one of these in front of my house. And that's how street lighting began in the city of brotherly love. And that's how the light of Jesus happens in all of us, is that we let that light shine greatly in our life so that others will be able to see the truth of Jesus in our life. And they'll be drawn to the light and they'll say, I want what you have. I want peace. I want love. I want joy. I want that hope that you have that's so full of life. But I want Jesus to live in my heart forevermore. You know what Jesus said in Luke chapter 11, verse 35. We said it earlier. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. Now, that's a great memory verse. Put it up on the mirror and say, oh. I want light to be in my heart all the time. I don't want any darkness in my life anywhere, anywhere. I want to live in the light so that when Jesus comes back, the next time he comes back, it's going to be the rapture. And he's coming for the bride. He's going to say, come up here. And we're just going to be pulled right up. And when you're living in the light, you'll go up. When you're living in darkness, you're not going to go up. You can, you you may be a Christian, but if you're living in darkness and you're not living in the light and your faith is not growing, and you're not passionately excited about Jesus and showing the light to all those around you, you may not make the rapture. Now, I don't know, but I'll be making sure. And I'm going to make sure I am walking in the light every day of my life. I'm excited about what Jesus wants to do. And I want to say that the next decade that we live in is going to be the greatest, one of the greatest decades of this world's history. And that we need to let our light shine bright and win as many people to Jesus as we possibly can. The why? Because when you have the light in you, your faith grows. And you'll know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You see, Jesus is the light. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is the light of this world. Now, dear friends and saints, I want to tell you, that's the greatest thing you can ever do is live in the light of Jesus and live with all those who are of the light. I love living around the saints. There's a lot of laughter that goes on. There's a lot of great fellowship. There's a lot of great encouragement. There's a lot of healing. There's a lot of signs, wonders, and miracles. I was in a life group one time, and I was amazed at how quick the prayers got answered. And I said to the Lord one day, I said, well, you know, Lord, I know that some of my prayers took a while to get answered. I'd just like to know how these prayers get answered so fast and almost every week. And I heard an answer. And the Lord says, I dwell where people love one another when people love one another and forgive one another, God dwells there and we all get to enjoy his presence. And when we pray for one another, guess what? He dwells there. He says, answer that prayer, answer, 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 answer. That's what happens when we live in the light. Our prayers get answered all the time. And that's why when you hang out with God's people at God's church and serve him there and give to his missions there and give to his purposes there, that's where the light and the glory of God is. And we come together to celebrate the gift of Jesus and serve him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So dear friend, if you don't have Jesus today, here's the ABCs. Real simple. Just agree with God. Say, God, I've really made a mess of things. I've I've kind of got out there in darkness all on my own, doing what I want. I was pulled away by sin. I was pulled away by, I just didn't want to go to church anymore, Lord. and I And I just... I got attracted to the darkness, and it's done a number on me. I recognize that now, so I am very—I repent of my sins. I repent, and I know that you sent Jesus to take my place on the cross, and I fully want to take you up on that, so I accept Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. I choose to serve him all the days of my life, for the rest of my life, and I'm going to live in the light and no longer in the darkness. I'm not going to be impacted by all those terrible addictive sins out there that destroy us because I know that Jesus, I believe the word that Jesus came to give me life and life abundantly. And I'm going to live in that every day of my life. And I'm going to walk in that. And I'm going to prove that to be true by faith in Jesus. This I pray today. Amen. God bless you today have a great jesus day because you're going to live forever in jesus and let's start doing it today amen